Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Hadley's Books for the for 2021. And today, I'm going to, uh, there's going to be two parts of this episode. Uh, the first part, me, of, the first part will be uh, me reviewing um, my last book that I read in 2020, and that is, um, Capital Gains, I'm sorry, um, it's Capital Gains, Smart Things I Learned Doing Stupid Things, and that is by Chip Gaines, um, and the second part of, um, the episode will be me, uh, going over the anticipated book releases for January, uh, January, and then, um, me going over, uh, my goals and anticipations and my hopes, uh, for Hadley Books in the year 2021. So, uh, let's get right into it. So, the, there's kind of like a backstory, uh, to me actually reading, um, this last book of 2020. And, uh, so, in my day-to-day, uh, life, um, I am a bank teller at a local bank, and part of, um, I started a year ago, and so in December, I had, uh, my first yearly review, and, um, part of it, so, because of the current, uh, conditions that we're in, uh, the pandemic-wise, we had to shut down our lobbies and so I have to and I was relocated to the headquarters to doing loan payments and everything like that so uh, for my yearly review I wasn't face to face uh, with my uh, supervisor and so we had to do a review over the phone and my um it was actually kind of a funny story we uh, the person that did my review my new supervisor is a person I never met face to face before um due to situations uh that um she kind of came on came into our branch in mid-november uh was transferred to our branch in mid-november and I got sick during that time and I had to quarantine and by the time I came back from quarantine They had shut down the branch, and I wound up going to the headquarters, so I never actually wound up um, meeting my new supervisor supervisor face-to-face. So the first actual conversation I had with her was my yearly review. And so uh, during that review, she had asked, in the process of setting up goals for me, in the upcoming year, she had asked me if I'd like to read. And (laughs) I said, uh, you know, I didn't. She asked me if I like to read, and um, I didn't mention, you know, my blog or, you know, uh, this podcast or anything. But I did. Uh, I simply said yes, and so she set up a goal for me to read one book out of the corporate library uh, for this year. And um, now you guys like know me. You know the type of books that I like to read. You know, romance, mystery, thrillers. 
uh, fiction, nonfiction, biographies, those kind of things. But uh, financial books and uh, banking books are not in my uh, genre of uh, particular liking. Particular liking. Um, but I looked at the list of books and uh, sure, uh, surely, um, and uh, very luckily, uh, uh, capital gains uh, came up on the list, and capital gains um, is actually one of the books that was on my TBR for about a year now, um, and uh, you know I've, I've you know been a fan of the Gaineses and Trip and Joanna and their family, uh, you know from watching uh, Fixer Upper and you know. I like, uh, I appreciate, you know, their family values and, and, um, them tr- just truly being themselves and everything like that, and their work and, uh, their companies and everything like that. I really, I really enjoy them. And I read, uh, Joanna's book, uh, back in 2018, and that was called, uh, The Magnolia Story, and it kind of that particular book went through uh, you know, their love story and their beginning and um, you know their family and uh, the you know the creation of their businesses and everything uh, but this book mostly focused on the business aspect of it and um, and her book mostly focused on the family aspect of everything and so um, getting those two perspectives um, on them was uh, nice to see. Um, but anyway, um, I really liked this book. So let's uh, jump right into the review and and everything. So, uh, so capital gains, smart things I learned doing stupid things. Uh, lessons learned, families, family and dreams. Excuse me. Lessons learned, family, and dreams are the three things, three themes that come to my mind after reading Capital Gains, Smart Things I Learned, Doing Stupid Things by Chip Gaines, an insightful story on the journey that Chip Gaines took that led him to being the star of the hit reality TV show, Fixer Upper, about fixing up houses alongside his wife in their hometown of Waco, Texas. From a young age, Trip had learned. From a young age, Trip had learned that dreams don't always work out the way that you plan. No matter how much passion or hard work you put into them, that is what happens. That is what happened when his dream of becoming a player for the and joining uh, the L, the MLP came to an end when he was suddenly cut from the Baylor University baseball team during his sophomore year. He became, uh, he became down on himself, believing that he did not just disappoint himself, but he also, um, but also his pa- his parents, especially his father. However, one day while sitting in his class, he looked out the window at the landscaping landscapers cutting the grass. An idea came to him. After a conversation with the landscaper's owner, he got himself a job and shortly after a new dream of becoming a business owner himself many viewers who have seen fixer upper might think that trip 
games and suggests the goofy, lovable contractor. Yes, he is all those things and so much more. He is a hardworking businessman and a dedicated husband and father. He was the one who had the passion to be... Um, he was the one that had the passion to be a business owner and who actually started several small businesses at a young age. When his new bride, Joanna, came to him about opening a small antique shop, he was the one that helped get Magnolia Homes off the ground. Then they both started building and flipping houses. It was not until the show uh, Fixer Upper that their businesses started to grow into what they are today, and they make and they make that very known in this book. Uh, Chip talks about the struggles that they faced early on in their relationship uh, with his passion for business but lack of planning, uh, the way that mistakes had needed to occur in order uh, to realize for himself what was right, uh, the way that mistakes needed to, needed to incur in order for him to realize himself what was right in front of him and what he could lose if he did not try harder he talks about joanna and his decision trips uh, about joanna and his decision to step away from tv and focus on the important parts of life family and love chip encourages the reader to find their passion and create a plan he encourages us to work hard for that passion but never lose sight of yourself and those who who are helping you get to your end goal. I encourage, I say encourage because I felt he was never forcing a step-by-step process to get to your goal, but lending encouraging lessons to a happy and healthy life. Happy and healthy and successful life. Um, I really appreciate this book. I felt like this was not like... In a way, it was like a self-help book that I've read in the past, but in a different way, I think it was more um, genuine, uh, not a forceful book. I think he was generally you know, going from his experiences, uh, the lessons that he learned along the way, and kind of helping us um, and helping and encouraging the reader to... Um, you know, think about what they're truly passionate about and to create a plan. And, but, you know, and work hard towards that plan and work towards work hard towards the passion that you have. But always never lose sight of who you are and never lose sight of the people that help you get there uh, because those are what truly matters in life. Um, yeah, sure, you might want to be the CEO, but the CEO, you know, you know, a job title doesn't mean happiness, you know, doesn't equivalent, doesn't always equivalent to happiness. And so that is kind of like the main um, points that I take away from this book in that, you know, it's okay to make mistakes as long as you learn from them. Um, there were several mistakes that he's made and he was very open to them, um, very open to, you know, explaining those mistakes and the lessons that he learned to how he improved himself um, from those mistakes to be a better, uh, not just businessman, but a better husband and a better father from it as well. Um, 
And, you know, I think it's very important to say, you know, I, I think he was just, you know, um, very genuine in this book and not very forceful in this book. Um, you know, he truly wants to help people find their passion and, and help them succeed. And um, a story that stood out to me in this story, in this book, um, was early on in his first um, business that he owned. In one of the first businesses that he owned, um, there was a lot of Spanish-speaking uh, people that were laborers that he was uh, that he hired, but he uh, didn't speak any Spanish, and they didn't speak much English, so there were, the communication divide was there, and so instead of you know just brushing it aside. Um, saying it is what it is, he actually found a Spanish uh, course down in Mexico uh, that he wanted to take in order to learn Spanish, in order to communicate and have a better and healthier working relationships with his employees. And I think that that's a great, uh, great, great uh, tip that he gave to um any new business owner to show appreciation to your employees you see a challenge you see a divide you see a problem you you try to find the solution and um that's what he did however it didn't go exactly as planned because he kind of uh, left everything to joanna in their first three months of their relationship and took off to Mexico for the Spanish course, and it didn't end well, let's just say. But, I mean, it did, and it didn't. But um, he, that was a big lesson that he learned, um, you know, that you can't just take off, uh, no matter your intentions, whether they're good or bad, you can't just take off uh, when you're a business owner and leave everything to your girlfriend or your wife who have who has little to no um knowledge in your businesses so that was just a funny uh, story that he told a funny story and lesson that he learned um and a very helpful one as well you know um in this book you know and on his tv show you see the genuine side of him and um he talks about uh, how on TV, you know, when they're not filming, he does stupid and funny things. And like the producers are like, oh, we need to get that on film. So he tries to recreate the stupid and funny things on film, and it doesn't always work out. But I think it kind of turns out funnier because he's trying harder, and it epically fail sometimes and I find that very funny um but you know that just shows you know how how um genuine and how uh, authentic he he really is and how Joanna is as well and um I appreciate you know the tips that he gave um him going leaps and bounds to um describe from the very beginning his business experiences and 
uh, to the very end, the successfulness of everything, um, and how he tries to build that employee dynamic um, as a family dynamic aspect, and how there's not just one, it's not about the job title, it's about your worth ethic, and, you know, there's not just your one job, it's, um, what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, yeah, you might, how they set up, like, how they run their businesses is that, you know, you might be, you know, marketing director, but, you know what, if you, you know, there's boxes that need to be stuffed in the warehouse, go and do that, you know, it's like, you know, all hands on deck sort of thing, yeah, you have your job titles, but it's all, all hands on deck uh, for everything in their company, and I think that that's, it, it says a lot about their employees as well, and how dedicated they are, um, to this small business that turned into this empire of sorts, and, um, you know, you know, that's kind of like the way that I want to uh, raise or create my business uh, one day. You know, I worked in my first job. There was a lot of employees that had this mindset of, well, I was hired for this, so I can't do that. Like, that's not my job. Like, that's not my job. That's not my job. Got a lot of that at my other job, at my other job. Uh, company and I was like yeah no um all hands on deck kind of person and so um I really appreciated him you know discussing or explaining that aspect of their company and everything and um I hope that one day we'll, uh, when I have a company of my own that's the same atmosphere and everything that I get that I create as well um, you know, it's not about the job title, it's, it's about your worth ethic, it's about what you do for the company that you work for, um, ultimately, it's the initiative that you show, the dedication that you show towards the company, um, if you have the mindset going in that I was hired for this one thing and this is the only thing I'm gonna do, you're not gonna succeed. <laughs> kind of thing, um, unless, you know, you're in a company of thousands of, thousands of employees, um, but in a small company, a small business, you're not going to succeed with the mindset of, hey, I was hired for this one thing, this is the only thing I'm going to do, um, that's not my job aspect, uh, mindset is not going to work, um, and I think that that was, you know, I think that was my favorite aspect of uh, this book because that's the most relatable aspect um, that I could relate to um, and everything. And um, I really appreciated him, you know, writing this book and everything. I learned, I learned uh, quite a few things about them and uh, about, you know, starting a business myself. And so, um, that is, you know, my thoughts and opinions on um, capital gains. And uh, 
I hope you, uh, so when I come back from the commercial break, uh, and when we come back and when I join you next, we're going to discuss, uh, the next, um, the upcoming, um, in- anticipated releases of January 2021, uh, the book releases for 2021, and, uh, there you have it, alright, um, and we'll be right back. Have a good one. All right, now let's just get right into it. Um, now the upcoming, um, I'm gonna first do the upcoming, uh, books for January 2021, and then I will um, go into my goals and aspirations and and my um, uh, goals for uh, 2021 regarding um, Hadley books and everything. Um, but first, I'm going to go over the new releases, um, the upcoming releases for, uh, book releases for January, uh, 2021, starting with, um, The Wife Upstairs by Rachel Hawkins. It's a mystery thriller, and that is, uh, due to come out, um, January 5th, which is Tuesday. So, uh, Amazon is saying that, uh, you know, meet Jane, newly arrived to Birmingham. Jane is a broke dog walker in in Thorfield Estates, a gated community full of McMansions, shiny SUVs, and and board housewives. The kind of place where no one will notice if Jane lifts the discarded, um, Jewelry off the side tables and of of her wheel, well-heeled clients, where no one will think to ask if Jane is her real name. But her luck changes when she meets Eddie Rochester, recently widowed, Eddie Thornfield Estates. Uh, Eddie is Thornfield Estates' most mysterious resident. His wife, B drowned in a boating accident with her best friend, their bodies lost to the deep. Jane can't help but see an opportunity in Eddie, not only in his rich, broading, and handsome. Not only is he rich, broading, and handsome, but he could also offer her the kind of protection she always earned for. Yet, as Jane and Eddie fall for each other, Jane is increasingly haunted by the legend of B. An ambitious beauty with rags to riches origin story who launched and launched a widely successful southern lifestyle brand. How could she, plain Jane, ever measure up? And can she ever win Eddie's heart before her past? And his or her and can she win Eddie's heart before her past or his catches up to her? With delicious suspense, incisive wit, and fresh feminist sensibility, the wife upstairs flips the script on a timeless table of forbidden romance, ill-advised attraction, and a wife who just won't stay buried. Okay. Uh, In this vivid reimagining of a literature most twisted love triangles, which Mrs. Rochester 
which Mrs. Rochester will get her happily ever after. Her happy ending. I like thrillers, so I'm excited um, to try this one out. I've heard uh, people that have read it um, already have said great things about it, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, another uh, upcoming book is uh, it's a young uh, adult book, and that is You Have a Match by Emmy Lord by Emma Lord. Uh, when Emmy signs up for a DNA service, it's mainly to give her friend and secret love interest, Leo, a nudge. After all, she knows she is already already avid photographer, injury-prone tree climber. Best friend, Leo and Connie, although... After all, she knows she, who she is already. Avid photographer, injury-prone prone, tree climber. Best friend to Leo and Connie, although ever since the B.E.I. Best, uh, big embarrassing incident with Leo, things have been awkward on that front. But she didn't know she had a younger sister. When a DNA service reveals Abby has a secret sister, sh- shimmery-haired Instagram star Savannah Tully, it's believed they're from the from the same planet. Never mind. It's hard to believe they're from the same planet, never mind the same parents, especially considering Savannah, a queen of green smoothies, is only a year and a half older than Abby herself. The logical course of action, meet up at summer camp, obviously, and try to figure out why Abby's parents gave Savvy up for adoption. But there are complications. Savvy is a rigid rigid rule follower and total narc. Leo is a camp co-chef. Leo is the camp co-chef, putting Abby's growing feelings for him on blast. And her parents have a secret that threatens to unravel everything. Part of life is showing up, leaning in, and leading to fit, and learning to fit all your awkward pieces together. Because sometimes the hardest things can also be the best ones. Um... I've also heard good things about this one. Um, I like young adult. It's, you know, sometimes a lighter read. Um, and lighter reads are good to mix in with, with the harder, um, more deeper reads. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Seems like an interesting story. Um, uh, something different for, like, the young adult, um, genre so yeah i'm looking forward to that um the third book that is coming out um well you have a match is coming out january 12th and the second book that's coming out january 12th is uh waiting for the night song and that is um katie kessler has spent decades trying to cover up one truth one moment, but deep down, didn't she always know her secret would sur- She didn't always know her secret would surface. An urgent message from our long estranged best friend, Daniela Garcia, brings Caddy, now a forester researcher, back to her childhood home. There, Caddy and Dan- Daniela are forced to face a dark secret that ended their 
a delicate childhood bond in a magical summer that takes up some space in Caddy's memory than all, all of her other years combined. Now grown up, bond by long-held oaths, and faced with truths she did not wish to see, Caddy must decide what she is willing to sacrifice to protect the people in the forest she loves. As drought, foreclosures, and wildfires spark tensions between displaced migrant farm workers and locals. Waiting for the night song is a love story to the natural beauty of around us, a call to fight for what we believe in, and a reminder that the truth will always rise. Um, this book is by Julie Dalton, and it is a um, fiction story. Um, it seems intriguing. So, and I've heard uh, a little, a little bits here and there that it was, that it's good. Um, sounds interesting to me. So, I will uh, pick that up and try it out as well. Um, the next book uh, is Shipped, and that is coming out uh, January nineteenth. And this is a romance story. Um, the honeymooners meet the hating games in this witty, clever, swoon-worthy novel following a worth workaholic marketing manager who is forced to go on a cruise with her arch-enemist arch when they are up, up for the same promotion. Between taking night classes for an MBA and, and her demanding day job at the cruise line, marketing manager Helene Evans barely has time for herself, let alone family, friends, or dating. But when she's shortlisted for a promotion of her dreams, all her sacrifices finally seem worth it. The only problem? Graham Crawford Collins, the remote social media manager and the bane of her existence, is also up for the promotion for the position. Although they've never met in person, their epic email battles are the stuff of office legends. Their boss takes each of them with a draft drafting proposal, um, tasks each of them with drafting a proposal on how to boost bookings in the Gallopoles. Best proposal wins for the pro for the promotion. There's just one catch. They have to go on a company cruise to the Gallopos Island together. But when the two meet on the ship, Helene is shocked to discover that the real um, Graham is nothing like she imagined. As they explore the islands together, she, she, she soon finds the line between loathing and liking the thinner and liking thinner than a postcard. With her career dreams in her sights and growing and a growing attraction to the competition, Helene begins questioning her life choices because what's the point of working all the time if you never actually live? Perfect fans of Christina Lauren and Sally Lauren, Sally Thorne shipped is a fresh and engaging rom-com that celebrates the power of second chances and the magic of new beginnings. Um, I've always been a fan of romance novels, so 
I'm very excited for this one. Um, once again, heard good things about it. Um, and I'm always down for a good romance uh, novel. So looking forward to that one. And the last book that I want to read, uh, well, that I want to get um, that's coming out in January is Chatter. And that's a nonfiction by Ethan Cross. Um, and that is due out at the end of January, January 26th. And let me... So it's Chatter, the voice in our head, why it matters, and how to harness it. Um, that is a non-fiction book. And um, so here it goes. Uh, an award-winning psychologist reveals the hidden power of our inner and our of our inner voice and shows how we can harness it to live a healthier and more satisfying, more productive life. Tell a stranger that you talk to yourself and you're likely to get written off as eccentric. But the truth is, we all have a voice in our head. We all talk to ourselves. We often hope to tap into our inner coach, but find our inner critic instead. When we're facing a tough task, our inner coach can boil us up. Focus, you can do this. But often just but just as often our inner critic sinks us entirely. I'm going to fail. They're all laughing at me. What's the use? In chatter, acclaimed psychologist Ethan Cross Ethan Cross explores the silent conversations we have with ourselves, interweaving groundbreaking behavioral and brain research from his own lab with real world case studies from a pitcher who forgets how to pitch to a harvard undergrad negotiating her double life as a spy cross explains how these conversations shape our lives work and relationships he warns that giving into negative and disorienting self-talk what he calls chatter can take our health sink our moods strain our social connections and cause us to fold under pressure but the good news is that we're already equipped with the tools we need to make our inner voice work in our favor. These tools are often hidden in plain sight, and the words we use to think about ourselves, the technologies we embrace, the diaries we keep in our drawers, the conversations we have with our loved ones, and the cultures we create in, sc in our schools and workplaces. Brilliantly argued, Expertly researched and filled with compelling stories, Chatter gives us the power to change the most important um, conversations we have each day, the one we have with ourselves. Um, I'd like to get more into uh, nonfiction books. I think you learn a lot more about the world uh, with nonfiction books. Um, and it will help you better understand uh, the world with nonfiction and this this book in particular, I believe will. Um, so I'm excited to possibly get this one and read it as well. Um, so those are the books that are coming out in January um, that I'm looking forward to. Um, but, and then before I leave you, I want to uh, discuss um, you know, the, the, what I hope uh, to do with Hadley Books in the upcoming uh, year 
and it kind of brings me back to something that I learned uh, in the book that I read um, that I discussed in the first half of this episode where, excuse me, uh, the Capital Gains book. And one thing that I learned in that book was uh, one thing that Chip um, really focused on was uh, telling us to find and telling the reader and asking the reader to find their true passion in life and to, once you find your true passion in life, to create a plan and work hard to achieve um, that plan, to achieve your passion and to work towards your passion um, and ultimately, you know, live a happy and healthy and successful life. Um, Doing that passion of yours he obviously, you know, had his first passion was to become a major league baseball player. That obviously didn't work out, but he found another passion in uh, becoming a business owner, and that worked out. Um, you know, of course, there there were bump, bumps and bruises along the way, but he ultimately got to his end goal, and um, you know, he achieved that, and. Um, that was that you know that's you know, that was the main um uh, you know, thing from this book was to find your passion and to work towards it and so um my first true so that got me thinking about what my true uh, my first true passion was um growing up and I would probably have to say um broadcast journalism was my first true like deep passion um i you know grew up watching uh good morning america the today show and people like uh you know diane sawyer and charlie gibson and robin roberts and people like ann curry and everything like that um were like my role models um growing up and the you know the importance of reporting uh, facts and reporting the news um, and letting the world know what's happening out there is so important um, and getting the facts right is is very important to do um, and you know it's kind of their duty as broadcast journalism to do it right and to do it with you know grace and, and everything like that and you know the professionalism that they that they have uh, for their job and their passion that they have for their job kind of inspired me to like to want to want to do that sometime as well um, and so with that um, and obviously you know I didn't really pursue that um yet but that's always been in the back of my mind is wanting to to do that and and then I got to college and I took a media course um for as an elective and during that course I read about like the history of media and the news and everything from you know the beginning stages of television and different other mediums to to where it is now um 
it was quite interesting and mm, intrigued me quite a lot. And um, a part of a part of that course was to uh, do a blog, and so we did a blog and we did you know prompts for the blog and you know we did a couple of those throughout the course. Um, but at the end, I was like, I really liked telling the story. I really liked getting my my thoughts um, in my head out there for people to know what I'm thinking and to share my thoughts and opinions. And, and so I took my passion for reading and my passion for blogging and I combined them. And because reading was something that, you know, I truly liked doing and I felt that it was important to get the knowledge of books out there in the world to get um uh, to show the world the many books that are out there um and to get my thoughts and opinions out there about the book and to about different books and um to show you know what books can actually do for you um and so you know i loved reading i loved taking a journey i feel like every book uh, you took a journey somewhere uh and you learned something you took something away from every book that you read whether it was good or bad and i felt that it was important um to share that with the world so that's kind of like where my passion for you know, books came from, and I loved, I love books, and I love telling people my thoughts and opinions, and because I felt like, uh, you know, if I could reach, you know, one person with, to, um, you know, if I could reach one person to say, hey, go buy this book because it changed my life, then, you know, it could change somebody else's life as well, so, I kind of combined those two passions of mine and did that. But I also hope uh, for the upcoming year to possibly change, um, to add uh, current events into this podcast as well. Because I feel like it's important to get, uh, yes, you know, the news is full of uh, negativity out there. Um, you know, fake news out there. You know, the, the news doesn't always get the best rap uh doesn't always get the best you know reputation um but i always felt that it was important to to keep tabs on what is happening in this world because generally everything that happens changes the direction of where this world is going and so it is important to uh, stay up to date with what's happening and to you know, as well as, you know, focus on the positivity that news has as well. Uh, there's a lot of positive things that happen that don't get reported. And I kind of want to, you know, focus on the more positive aspects of the news. Um, so my plan is to pick a topic every week and research it and and then do um, add a podcast during the week about that. Um, do current events in that podcast as well, and as well as, you know, keep up with my reading, and, and read, and, and, 
report on my books as well. Um, but I felt like I want to um, add current events and current current things because and teach people about what is happening uh, in this world because you know there are major events that have happened in the past 20 years that are literally just sentences and short little paragraphs in, in history books now and and you know they are just short little paragraphs in history books but there are documentaries and other sources of medium that in media that show really in-depth coverage and of those current events and I felt like there are certain current events that you know are turning points in this world um, that need to be you know talked about and that are not taught about in school and so you know just you know short little paragraphs um, so you know there are you know media is great um, for learning about current events and everything um, it's not always negative it's not always you know positive uh, but I think it's generally all important um, to know and to keep in mind and to not totally you know drown yourself with but to have in the back of your mind and to know that you know uh, that you know they're important in this world um, that you know they, they've changed the directory of where you know, not just this country is going, but where this world is going, and I, f I feel in my heart uh, that it's important to you know, get them, get that out there, and so I'm gonna focus more on current events, um, as well as, you know, probably picking uh, different topics here and there to discuss as well. Um, during during the course of this year and see where it takes me um you know another thing that i like to you know, focus on is you know entertainment news i always keep track of that i always keep up with that because you know it's not life-changing but you know it's it's something that's easy and, and fun to keep up with and uh, fun to see and uh they're guilty pleasure shows that i like to watch and everything uh it, you know that's fun to uh to to keep up with you know it's it kind of keeps your mind off of the negativity and everything um to watch that stuff um but that's another source of media that you know is good to kind of you know not drown yourself with but you know kind of get away from the real world a little bit and uh not the real world but you know the negativity and to focus on happiness and everything like that funniness and everything so kind of get your mind off of of the heavy stuff for a second and uh focus on like the letter stuff so you know media is it has its good aspects as well and i've learned that over the years and um i'd like to you know focus on that i like to you know going to um use this podcast as 
uh, a way of keeping up with the good and bad in this world um, as well. And, you know, that kind of goes hand in hand with my passion of, of books, blogging, and, and, uh, and journalism as well. Um, so, you know, those are kind of, you know, my, my aspirations and my goals for this year. I'd like to hear, you know, what your true passions are, um, in this world, what your first true passions were, what your passions are now, um, and, you know, are you achieving, are you achieving those, um, as well? So, I'd like to hear from you, and hear your thoughts and opinions, and, I hope everybody has a happy and healthy new year, and remember the best leaders are readers. Have a good one.